Hello, guys. Can everyone hear me? Hi, Zach. I can hear you well. Can you hear me? Yeah, Judy, very well. Oh, cool. All right. So I think today's topic, we have a very special guest with us. And today's topic is actually scaling the Web3 payments with ZK Roops. And as you can imagine, today's session will be very, very interesting because it's actually the first time Pundix is actually exploring uh, ZK Roops. There's so many things that we have talked about about ZK Roops internally with our community, and we are very excited today. To actually be talking about zk rollups and how it can power the Web3 payments, the physical, the online payments, and why zk rollups is so special, and we are very happy with us today because we have with us some very special guests, and they are both from Polygon. And first, we have. Marion Zellerk, which is the head of BD of APAC in Polygon. Hello, Marion. Hey, Zach. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. So, I guessing that you are in Taipei because someone told me someone shared a video of you speaking in Taiwan. So I'm guessing you are in Taipei right now. I am indeed, and uh, in that video, I might have leaked some information. So sorry for that. <laughs> no worries, no worries. It's a it's a nice leak. And why don't you? All right, why don't you start by maybe share with us a little bit about what you do in Polygon, and also share with us about Polygon. What's going on with Polygon? There's so many things going on with. Um, Polygon, and I know you guys are also very busy with Polygon Connect. So just take it away. Yeah. Thanks. So first of all, thanks for having me here.、I'm、excited to join the community in this、uh, space. So my name is Marwan.、Uh, I am、um, part of the Polygon team. I take charge of the、uh, Asia Pacific region. I have joined Polygon.、Um, This year, I have worked before with、uh, Consensus and MetaMask for all of the Web3 fans there.、Um, very interested in the Polygon roadmap and the Polygon journey. I think this is a very exciting time for Polygon during this year and into the next year. So ultimately,、um, what we have to do here is to meet、uh, the demand of the market, and I think a lot of projects, a lot of applications, whether that's DeFi, gaming, or NFT, have been building on Polygon. Uh, Polygon POS for a long time. It's quite a trusted chain, but then recently we have announced our endeavors into the zk world、uh, with launching the Polygon zk VM, but also making it possible for anybody else to launch their zk VM using our Polygon chain development kit. And so we're having a lot of exciting conversations with projects. Some of them are early days, and so they're looking for a chain where they can deploy and. Uh, join the community and interact with the other projects in that space, and some are perhaps at the more mature stage where they are really wanting to have their own ecosystem, their own chain, their own layer two powered by Ethereum security, and using zk 
And that's what we are spending a lot of time on, working with exciting um, teams and projects who are rolling out their layer twos on Polygon. And of course, uh, we don't want a world of disconnected layer twos. And so all of these layer twos will be sharing into an interoperability layer where they can talk to each other, compose use cases, and transact among the different layer twos. So yeah, that's what's uh, keeping us busy. And uh, let's see what we have today to um, you know share with the community and also like respond to the questions and the queries that we might have. Wow, very, very excited. I think there's just so many things going on with Polygon. And of course, today we are here to talk about one very exciting part of Polygon, which is the ZK rollup, the ZK EVM, that Polygon is trying to connect different layer twos or different independent layer ones into a very interconnected blockchain world. So like you say, right, Marwan, to connect people, to connect the chains together, and to operate as a interoperable ecosystem. So that is uh, very exciting. And we want to see how PundiX can also be part of this um, exciting growth. And of course, today with us, uh, another speaker from Polygon, Sankit, which I think he just finished, you just finished a spaces on another channel and you just hop in to join us. So, Sankit Shah, Head of Growth of Polygon. Um, Sankit, why don't you introduce a little bit about yourself, what do you do, and what are you driving the growth in Polygon? Thanks, thanks, Zach. And uh, yeah, it was, I was, surprisingly, I was just on another space uh, where like a social layer project just launched a CDK. So it's just exciting. Uh, I, I, I lead, I, I am, I'm right now focusing on growing a CDK ecosystem. Uh, CDK is essentially the chain development kit on any on, on which anyone can you know build their sort of own layer tools uh, using our ZK tech. Uh, and right now, I think we are seeing like a bunch of projects, including you guys, including few others, uh, and including even some existing layer ones who are, who are kind of trying to migrate towards this sort of L2 stack. Uh, and it's it's exciting, I think, uh, to see like you know. Uh, we just launched the CDK around, I would say, three to six months ago, and like the adoption has been just amazing, in terms of how how people are kind of adopting it, using it, and also, most interestingly, a lot of uh, good uh, the ecosystem around it uh, has essentially led to like development of you know new sort of businesses, like something like very very interesting is the roll up as a service, uh, which is which 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 is basically like anyone. Like as a chain, you don't need to do anything. Someone else will build and maintain your chain. And I think there's a whole good good set of folks that are kind of coming up. So it's always interesting because the design space is so open in terms of this new stack and the new product that a lot of people are like finding value and like contributing in their own ways. So I think that's the most exciting thing and I'm happy to kind of uh, dig deeper and chat about it uh, and also like how, how Pandiax can benefits from all of this and be part of this. Nice. Um, very, very exciting, Sankit. And as you say, right, one of the very interesting thing about CDK is that it's so deployable, right? Um, teams, even technical teams, don't really need to know all the nuts and bolts about how to launch a layer two. Through CDK, you can really just launch it um, very quickly. All right. Um, I think we also have some listeners that are not from the Pundiax community and also several some are actually from the polygon community so i think 
we also want to take the chance to introduce what is Pundix for those that are that don't know yet. And why don't we have Andras, which is our growth lead of Pundix, to really just take us through for those that don't know or what is Pundix, uh, what do we do? Yeah, Andras. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, uh, nice meeting you and thank you for um, joining the spaces today. Uh, as as Zach mentioned, I'm the growth lead of Pundix. And at Pundix, what we do, basically, we make it possible for anyone to buy a bottle of water uh, and with cryptocurrencies easily using our POS device called Expos. And we also uh, allow people to exchange uh, their a fiat currency, for example, in Turkey, they can exchange a Turkish lira uh, to crypto or give the crypto and get a Turkish lira. So uh, it's important when it comes to the uh, payments, uh, blockchain payments, to keep uh, evolving and making transactions uh, faster and uh, also cheaper and scale, scale the transactions. Right. So I think one thing that Pundiax really want to do, right, Andres, is actually to see how we can bring the transaction that we have globally, right? Whether it's in Istanbul, um, Yober, or wherever, really to bring all those transactions from a closed ecosystem, a custodized ecosystem to a open environment whereby people can actually see the transaction live and also let the transaction get verified by not just Pundiax chain, but Pundiax chain as a layer to, to get verified those transactions by Ethereum and Polygon. We have actually looked through a lot of solutions. We have um, researched a lot of solutions, both ZK and Optimistic and we came to CDK and we felt that one thing that really draws us to CDK was how easy it is to deploy. Um, our developers find it very easy to launch um, the layer to using CDK. But of course, we want to ask Sankit and Marwin some, maybe some start with some very simple uh, questions. What is ZK? I mean, like ZK sounds like a very cool term, right? Like ZK, zero knowledge. Like what really is ZK and what really is ZK rollups? Start with the very uh, basic. Tell us, guys. I'm happy to take this and perhaps like I'll just use an example um, that will make it easy for most non-technical people to understand. Um, so ZK is essentially a technology that allows people to verify information without getting too much information, right? So I'll take an example where imagine there is a, a, a private club where members uh, join this private club and they get access to the club house and then they meet on the street and then one of them says, hey, I am also a member of this club. Um, and the other person says, well, I don't know you. How do you prove this? So instead of exchanging too much information and maybe showing them the membership, your name, your ID card, and so on, they agree actually to use the uh, safe house to deposit a message. And so the, the, let's say the new member puts a message in the safe of that house, and then they have a prover, which is like a club admin, 
who can go and open the safe and say, indeed, this message was deposited by the member number one and tells that information to the member number two. So that's why actually member number two can verify member number one is also from the same club without really knowing who they are. They just have a proof from the, the club itself, from the prover. And this is very much the technology that we are using here today to allow chains, so rollups who scale Ethereum, to submit proofs to Ethereum without actually having to divulge uh, too many things. And there is a, an engine essentially that ensures and guarantees 100% that those transactions are valid and true and as, as they are said. Um, of course, there is a lot of math involved. There is a lot of computation involved behind, but ultimately that's what it is. We are scaling Ethereum by allowing the chains to submit their transaction to Ethereum and proving that those transactions are valid and have not been tampered with. Sakit, um, what about yours, your take? Yeah, no, I think, I, I think uh, just to kind of build on what Marwan's point, right? I, I think I, I'll, I'll try to maybe ex- like uh, not explain more like ZK, but, but try to give you a sense of what the power of ZK is, right? Uh, I think what essentially explained, right, is in very simple word, without storing something, you can verify that is true. Uh, that that's essentially what ZK allows you to do and it's a very fundamental tech that changes a lot of things of which one of the applications is, is in rollups or like just blockchain scaling mainly because the biggest problem in scaling is is our storing let's say uh, all the execution and data on chain and I think with, with, with ZK you can like essentially eliminate that at the same time uh, be very sure because a lot of mathematics is involved. So here there is no assumption or anything that's involved. This is just pure play mathematics. So anything that is that is that kind of comes on the other end or the output is just pretty much verified by math. And this is not where it stops. I think ZK is pretty much an old tech. It's been like being in the research mode over the last 30 years or so. Uh, what's very interesting over the last one or two years is that this tech now is kind of getting production ready. Uh, and a lot of this is not just in blockchain scaling, but also encryption, for example. I think all of the big tech, like your Google and Facebooks of the world, they were they are using heavily on some of this stuff on the encryption side of things. Obviously, they use ZK in some different ways. Starknet or even like Zcash, who are one of the pioneers of you know some of the ZK tech. So they use it in a very different context. So I think for us, we use it specifically for scaling Ethereum uh, right now. But I think as a tech, ZK is, is pretty much like, you know, uh, has like uh, use cases or application in multiple such domains, uh, of which one of them is Polygon ID also. So we have an identity uh, product, which kind of is an evolution of IDEN3, which is the open source project that has been uh, like that has been live for almost five, six years. So even there, we use identity, uh, sorry, you use ZK proof for identity. I think it's it's just an app, different application. We are specifically focusing on one application, it's the blockchain scalability of it. Uh, and and yeah, I think ZK as well is a very interesting tech. So anyone uh, on in the audience who is like a new developer or is figuring out, I think for the next decade, this will be a very consequential, uh, uh, I think, tech. Just the way machine learning was when, you know, AI was in, in, in its infancy in like early 2000. I think ZK is kind of at a similar stage at this point. Right, and... Uh, at Pundix, uh, we are actually uh, exploring uh, Polygon CDK uh, for ZK rollups uh, on Pundix chain. So uh, maybe, Zach, uh, you can um, brief a bit about uh, what is Pundix chain uh, and what uh, does it do? Right. So I think um, 
one thing that Pundiax is actually uh, trying to explore is that we already have a Pundiax chain on live on mainnet. And one thing that we want to do is that because what we are doing is actually serving the Web3 payments world, right? Um, and a lot of things are actually happening on the ground, which is like someone going to a store and trying to buy, say, something very valuable, say, something that is worth uh, one BTC. And right now, we are verifying it off-chain. And we want to bring it, we want to bring the verification on-chain and not just onto Pundi Exchain itself, but we want that verification to be verifiable in a larger ecosystem, which means that we want that transaction to be verified even on Ethereum or Polygon or even other layer tools that connects to the CDK. Um, so what it means is that when a person spends on the Puniex ecosystem, whether it is buying something like a coffee or a very, very valuable thing, that transaction actually can be verified on Ethereum or on several chains so that that transaction can be fully verifiable. And I think that is very important for us because we actually transact so many transactions a day and on the ground. And a lot of things are actually happening through a face-to-face -face at a storefront. So I think this um, is actually a very important thing uh, for us. And we envision that as we grow, we also want to present to the community how and where are the transactions happening. So take, for example, if there's a lot of transactions happening in, say, Dubai, and a lot of people are actually using uh, Polygon or, you know, spending uh, Matic, um, buying coffee. So we also want to reflect that transaction real-time, live, and also verifiable on uh, Ethereum. So I think that uh, presents us um, something very exciting that we wanted to explore, trying to get into ZK and, you know, ultimately um, discovering uh, Polygon's uh, ZK ABM. I think, Zach, if I may uh, jump in as well, like with payments, often what people uh, blame on the blockchain payment is the fact that their transaction is visible. And so with zero knowledge, there is that potential of also bringing privacy to payments. Um, what are your thoughts for Pondiac's ecosystem on that? Um, I think Marvin, you actually mentioned uh, something very um, important, which is uh, privacy, right? Because when someone buys something valuable, they want it to be verifiable, uh, proven, uh, on-chain, but maybe not necessarily on Ethereum, whereby their identity might be leaked. So they want part of the transaction to be provable, say on Pundiax layer to using ZK to verify. It. And then this transaction hash is actually further proven on Ethereum. So I think that actually functions as a double, uh, double layered um, benefit. One is it's actually on-chain verified but also gives a certain uh, privacy to um, uh, that individual. Terrific, thank you. So Marwen, um, 
you are in Taipei uh, Blockchain Week, right? And uh, yesterday you met uh, with the Pundix team and you uh, try uh, exports uh, to make a transaction, right? So yeah, correct. I had I had a coffee with that. <laughs> I bought a coffee with that. And and how uh, do you see the experience and how do you foresee a uh, Polygon uh, syndicate uh, improving uh, the payments part? Yeah, so I believe actually to describe to describe the experience I had um, connected to the POS, and then I was offered a few payment options. So there were a few chains. I believe there was BNB, there was um, there was Ethereum. And me being not holding any BNB, I, I chose to transact on Ethereum, where the transaction, I, think, I believe the coffee was like $2, but then the gas fee was $2. So <laughs> it ended up being a, a $4 coffee. Um, so if you see in this experience, there is actually two elements of friction. The first one is obviously like these uh, segregated, isolated chains where I had to have assets on specific chains to transact. The other one is the fees themselves. And this is where the potential of having a layer two dedicated to the payment with its own gas fee, with its own, you know, uh, how to say transaction uh, cost, and then with its own assets, perhaps it accepts stables, perhaps it accepts other assets that are coming from other chains and abstract all that of the user brings a lot of potential. So as we see from the exchange potentially going on a layer two with the CDK, you can configure all this. CDK allows you for high configurability whereby you can offer the best user experience. And hopefully, like in the next transaction that I will do in a couple of uh, weeks or months, I will be able to transact with whatever is in my wallet and pay almost near zero gas fees. And I imagine with that, the merchants will be happier, the users will be happier, and uh, ultimately the ecosystem will thrive. Yeah, uh, great to hear. It's, as you said, it's very important. Uh, to, uh, for users to be able to experience uh, a faster transaction and cheaper fees, especially when uh, you are trying to buy a cup of coffee, right? Uh, it shouldn't be like double paying uh, the coffee. Absolutely. I was not even Ethereum rich, so that's first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I, think, I think that actually um, solves one of our very critical challenge in the Pundix ecosystem. Uh, right now, we are serving the user in a off-chain method whereby when they are paying, they can actually get verified through the off-chain method, but they increasingly want, they increasingly want it to be on-chain. So the, the challenge of on-chain is that, like you say, right, Marvin, um, a $2 coffee should not cost another $2 of gas fee. So we want to really reduce that. And we find that having another layer two is actually the solution. And especially right now, one thing that we realized about the CDK is that um, the gas fee is actually configurable. Um, we can set it to like zero gas fee, uh, very low gas fee, and even make the gas fee using Pundiax token. So I think that present a very interesting solution for us, whereby we can actually configure as we like uh, using the CDK. Nice. So mentioning like uh, Pundix as a gas token, right, Jack? Yes, correct. Yeah, so this basically uh, adds also uh, a new utility 
uh, uh, for Pundi X. And uh, it increases as a uh, token when it comes to on-chain uh, payments uh, for the on-chain payments infrastructure uh, in the Pundi X ecosystem. I actually have a question uh, for Sanke and Marvin. Um, during our exploration of using the CDK, we realized that the biggest cost that would actually uh, come into place is actually using the prover. Um, so that actually uh, piques us to wonder, like um, when we launch a layer two using the CDK, where do you think is would be the biggest uh, outlay in terms of infrastructure outlay? Um, especially, Sankit, you mentioned that, you know, um, infrastructure as a service um, just now. Yeah, no, I think that's an excellent question. I think, I think, let me, let me try to, uh, you know, ex, uh, so I think Prover, right? Let, let's try to understand what exactly Prover is trying to do. Oh, we, we spoke about all this ZK tech and exciting stuff about it, right? But, but, but very interestingly, the fact that, you know, Pundi X is, let's say, having their own layer two, there's a lot of security user trust uh, that is built into it as a, as, a, as a brand or as a chain in itself, right? And one of the things you want is to ensure that this 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 remains secure. Uh, and I think this is where the prover kind of helps a lot. Uh, we, we talk about, you know, this being a layer two. But biggest advantage of having a layer two is the fact that, okay, layer two has its own sort of, let's say, cons- uh, own sort of ecosystem. But if, let's say, something, by any chance, something happens to uh, the layer two network, right? user can still let's say take out funds from uh layer one which ethereum which is ethereum in this case and i think having a prover which ensures that the zk proofs put are put on chain is a very big part of it so i think essentially what what essentially like you know the cost of prover is essentially cost of security of the chain and i think given the reputation and user trust that goes with like the fact that you know security uh, I think I think that's kind of what essentially you are paying for in a way. Uh, I think a good example I would suggest was in, in you know in, in crypto people talk about decentralization, but no one wants to pay or like you know uh, take in the cost of decentralization. I think it's very similar to here, where even in case of oracles, like back in 2017-18 when DeFi was just growing, there were a lot of oracles kind of coming. Uh, like people were okay with like you know whatever reliability was there until like something really happened. And that eroded trust of a lot of folks. And now there are only a handful of really good Oracle providers that people really trust, uh, which are secure enough. And they were always like paying for security on day one. I think that's what is happening here. Like there are a lot of chains that are being built and Prover is an integral part of it because that's the cost of security you pay to ensure the user trust and funds and, uh, you know, the, the very, uh, the, the, reputation of your brand also remains around it given the fact that this will be your chain in a sense. So I think I think that's the best way to explain like the importance of Prover and what exactly the value it provides. That's very interesting. And um, Sankit, do you think that um, in the future, different layer to Prover or do you think that in the foreseeable future, each layer two will be running their own Prover? No, I think in fact, I, I I think it would never be like people running their own prover. In fact, as we speak, there are a few pro, pro, uh, I would say uh, sort of projects or companies that are already coming who are enabling even prover as a service, for example. So I think you will see a lot of this open design space being explored by people 
to ensure like people still remain secure by paying let's say much lesser cost to something like to pro like get security uh but yeah right now i think it still is in it's in fancy so you will have like to do a lot of things yourself and that's part of being like good pioneers of anything new that happens uh but over time i think it will evolve Hi everybody. Um I do have a question for Zach. <laughs> so, um why are we um uh, I know that we're exploring um the whole ZK thing, but um is there a specific reason why we uh why do we want to work with um Polygon? Why would we why do we want to choose Polygon CDK? That's a very good question, Judy. Um the first thing was actually to look into which uh implementation that we wanted to use whether it was optimistic and zk right um obviously zk is the better solution um but optimistic back then we were thinking it could be faster to implement right a more mature um and more ready to deploy even though zk was a more superior technology so we were looking quite a bit into optimistic roll up um and as we look at optimistic um we realized that maybe there were someone out there that have already implemented zk and could actually make it uh easy so um for some reasons um we look at uh zk polygon and what actually kind of like um convinced us uh in a way was that we were already looking at cdk and i think sandeep were at um 2049 2049 in singapore and he actually um spoke to us and say you know hey pundiax you know we know you guys you guys have been in this space for a long time uh i want you guys to consider cdk so that time we actually threw some questions to him and say you know um is it is it really um independent in the sense that we can actually run the layer to and commit um the final calculation directly into ethereum you know not really uh, needing a polygon to be an intermediary if we don't want to so i think um both his answer and through our research into the cdk we realized that it is actually something um very feasible so i think it's a very, uh, simple way i think it gives us a lot of like independence uh to run something that is um easily deployable so um the cdk is very easy to deploy and we have a lot of freedom to configure what we want um our developers actually configure into pundiax as the native gas fee and also we can um the calculation through the prover which we run ourselves uh, right into layer to uh, right into ethereum so i think that actually gives us a lot of um freedom uh but of course the freedom also allows us to connect with the whole that's come in so 
allows us to also connect with them if you choose to. So I think that actually gives us um, a lot of freedom and the whole CDK solution is, is actually um, quite easy uh, to implement. And also, I think um, um, given our developer uh, know-how, uh, we hope that someday we can also contribute back um, to the CDK deployment. I think that is something that um, I believe um, Polygon is also uh, very happy to see other guys uh, contributing to um, the CDK uh, chain because, you know, I think uh, one thing is for people to use it, but another thing is to contribute back. So I think um, we do hope that one day we can contribute to the CDK itself uh, so that when the next time another team actually deploys the CDK, uh, there are elements that Pundix help contribute into. And that's how we came about to uh, ZK EVM. And, and, and I think it's, it's, it's really nice to see real world deployment, right? Uh, real world whereby someone actually transact whether he's buying a car or a coffee in a real world face-to-face -face environment and have the ZK EVM as a proof uh, to that transaction. So I think that um, is a very unique proposition whereby um, it is real-world adoption through ZK. So it's not just, you know, high-tech, um, smart people stuff, but real use case in normal people's life. And, and when it comes to the uh, development uh, of the Pundic chain uh, powered by ZK rollout from uh, Polygon Syndicate, uh, at which stage uh, are we right now? Uh, I'm sure um, both Polygon and Pundic community uh, would like to know more when it comes to the development of it? Sure. So we have already run uh, the testnet. Um, we have um, deployed on testnet at least twice. And right now we are also launched, uh, we are also running through the Explorer. So using the Blockchain Explorer, ZKEVM Blockchain Explorer transaction happening uh, real life, real time, and that transaction gets pushed towards uh, Ethereum. So it's actually live on testnet. The explorer can actually see all the real life transaction happening. So it's, I think, a, a more of a matter of like um, implementation and business discussion to bring it to uh, mainnet. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, hope we can uh, start sharing more uh, with the community. And uh, for our Polygon uh, team, um. About how many projects uh, so far are using a Polygon Syndicate? Like, what's the adoption rate? How it's going? I think um, Sanket is better at counting than me. <laughs> I can I can name perhaps like a few. Uh, there are uh, key projects out there. So uh, we all know about gaming and the potential that it has in Web3. So Immutable being one of the top gaming chains uh, moving to CDK, that's obviously a big contribution to the ecosystem. Uh, we have uh, an example of other chains coming from, like, for example, Polkadot with ASTAR uh, deploying on ZKEVM uh, and CDK to launch their chain as well. Um, from an exchange point of view, we have recently announced with OKX, who are launching their own chain, uh, which is the X1 chain, also deploying on CDK. So you can imagine all the DeFi traffic and all the CFI traffic will come through that uh, with a huge potential. 
Um, so there is actually a, a few of these ones that are either focusing on a particular segment or a particular use case or a particular region. Um, the counts, last time I checked, I think it's about more than 10 or 12, but some cats could have the exact number. Nice. So it's really uh, gaining uh, traction in uh, different sectors in the blockchain space. So it's absolutely. Uh, I think uh, yes. I think the configurability of it allows these different ecosystems to create really a chain with their parameters, similar to Pundix, right? So some of them had some, for example, immutable for games. It doesn't make sense to pay gas, so you can go gas-free. Uh, whereas actually for other ecosystems, they're looking more at integration with the Ethereum and security it brings for financial transaction. Uh, and that has been the, the strength of it. And the, the good thing about all these ecosystems is that I mentioned this at the beginning, uh, the goal with CDK is to make them interoperable. So if a transaction happens on, let's say, immutable, then Pundi X chain can uh, compose it and include it in its own transactions or build on top of it uh, with a high security and trust level. So, you know, the more chains come to the CDK, it makes the CDK more powerful. Nice. Uh, that, that's good to hear. And uh, happy to be uh, uh, one of the first uh, to uh, revolutionize uh, the blockchain payments uh, when it comes to using a, a Polygon uh, CDK. Yeah, um, I think I can ask a question on behalf of our community, the PundiX community. Um, this question is addressed to Zach. So um, in the context of PundiX exploration of Polygon CDK, so what are the potential challenges um, and solutions when um, integrating these technologies? Right. Um, nice. Um, I think um, deploying the CDK itself was uh, relatively straightforward. And getting the and so does the Explorer. Um, we thought it would, it would be hard to um, configure the gas fee, whether it's zero gas or very low gas. And that also came to be very easy. Um, I think the next implementation will be the challenging one, which is how can Pundiax is actually um, supporting various chain. We are chain agnostic when it comes to people paying or spending, right? So a person can actually use a Lightning Network to buy coffee. Another person might be using Tron to... Uh, buy a watch or another another person might be using Ethereum to do something else. So we have people using uh, different chain to do different things in real life, in a shop, in the physical world. So I think the next challenge is actually how do we uh, aggregate all this transaction from various chain, um, a do dozens of chain uh, into Pundiax, ZKEVM, and using that to actually uh, prove the transaction to be correct, whether the transaction is done on Bitcoin or whether it is done on um, Polygon or Binance Smart Chain. 
and to congregate all those, aggregate all those, and to reflect that first on the data layer on Pundiex uh, ZKEVM, and then next on to Ethereum. So I think that, uh, that I think will be uh, the big challenge, how to aggregate day-to-day -day data across different chain, uh, some are non-EVM, uh, into Pundiex uh, chain, ZKEVM, and then up to Ethereum or even, you know, other chain on the CDK, including Polygon. I see. Um, thank you, Zach. Uh, do we have like other questions from the community? Can be both from Pundiax community or Polygon community. And well, again, thank you guys for joining the Twitter space. Um, if you have a question, you can raise your hand and we can make this speaker. Um, I guess the whole ZK, um, the CDK thing and the ZK roll-up thing is very technical and very, um, I would say, brain-burning for <laughs> most people, so I guess. Uh, I, and you've, you guys have shared so much information. Yeah, Zach. I have a question for our guest, which is when one day... When you guys go to a Pundi X store, what kind of um, um, scenario would you guys imagine um, you guys uh, spending your crypto on on something in real life? Uh, how would that uh, scenario be? And have you guys done it? Um, obviously, Marilyn has done it um, today or yesterday, uh, but... Have you guys uh, done it already? Yeah. Uh, is Maroon, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, uh, I think the question, okay. not sure if the question was to me or to the community. Like I've done my PundiX transaction. <laughs> I'm not sure if the other people did. So Zach, I don't know. Can you repeat the question perhaps? Yeah, so I mean like your your dream, your um, your dream, scenario whereby you go to a store like Pundiac store and what do you want to like uh transact like um like what's your first uh crypto transaction in a physical store i mean obviously you have done it yesterday um with uh i think our friends in taipei um but yeah what what would be your like ideal scenario uh, like traveling traveling to a place and exchanging um, crypto for local currency or, I don't know, going to buy your dream car or whatever, yeah. No, I see. So, obviously, like, to be honest, when we hold crypto assets, it's more for the utility it brings. Like, I wouldn't, for example, want to be spending my BTC or Ethereum. But the fact that we can do transactions and payments on chain, then that opens the potential for aggregating all of my assets online whether that's an NFT, utility NFT, or a membership, or actually different currencies, maybe farming somewhere else where I'm lending and borrowing. And the ideal experience is that having a seamless checkout at the store, and then during that checkout, you can check all of my digital assets, digital personas, and aggregate the payment. So maybe like I'm paying $5, I have $2 in Ethereum, and I have $2 on my credit card, plus I have an NFT that gives me $1 discount. And for me, I don't have to collect all this and maybe five points, loyalty points I also can aggregate. Uh, and this is the dream for me where 
we have all of these use cases that are happening today on Web3, whether it's loyalty or membership NFTs or digital assets themselves. Um, and often it's a bit hard to utilize them. And uh, obviously one of the areas where we can utilize them is payments or checkout. Um, so the dream is actually I just tap my wallet and then it optimizes the transaction for me, it uses all discounts I have, all the points I have across multiple chains, across multiple assets, um, and then transacts the payment. I'm not sure if uh, you guys can deliver that by next month, but I would love to see it. Maybe next year, in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next year is coming. <laughs> Good one. Yes, 2024 would be great. So if there are no any other questions, uh, maybe uh, we can uh, wrap this up. Uh, it's really been uh, an exciting and a lightning uh, conversation. Uh, so thank you, uh, Polygon uh, team, uh, for joining us uh, today and really looking uh, forward for the future of uh, Pundi Chain uh, being powered by Polygon Syndicate. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, have a good Thank one. you. We're, we're, happy to, we're happy to welcome you all to the ecosystem, and I'm sure your contribution will be very valuable. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, and thank Bye. you, everybody, for joining. Have a good night. Thank you.